Well, welcome to Belonging Before Believing, the podcast where I talk about my thoughts, <laughs> and sometimes Brian talks with me. Um, so I just had breakfast, and if you'll remember back one of our episodes, Brian, he kind of challenged me, pushed back against the food, chilaquiles, chukaliles, I'm not exactly sure how to say it. I'm probably never going to get it right, but that's fine. So I just went to Cafe Coda here in Chico and got me some chilaquiles. And oh my goodness, they're terrific. It's like a great big heaping pile of all the goodness that you could want for breakfast with some tortilla chips added in for good measure. Black beans, potatoes, eggs, tomatoes. It was just all the way cheese, sour cream, all the way around it was good. Hot sauce. Or maybe it was some hot enchilada sauce. I think that's what it was. But anyways, good night. That was absolutely fantastic. And so I'm enjoying this. I went in there with the singular purpose of eating these chilaquiles for old uh, BG's sake, Brian Gumpy. Um... And so I sat down, ate them, and the only place, because I was there um, by myself, which I don't know if you go out and eat by yourself. Um, Some people don't like to do that and feel really uncomfortable doing that. For me, I find it to be... um, helpful I can I it's it's a place where I can go and just sit and think and kind of um, uh, marinate ideas I don't necessarily think of new things per se I don't know I guess sometimes I do but it's really a place to kind of just sit and marinate on with ideas so that's what I was planning to do I'm reading a a book by Mark Dever called the something community covenant community outreach community i forget what exactly what it's called compelling the compelling community that's what it is that's a good book i i um so i'm sitting there and i'm reading that on my phone on scribed and um i am sitting across at the bar from these two um really young kids it sounds like they're, they're just about to graduate college so they're you know, in their early 20s. And I try not to eavesdrop, but I kind of can't help it because they're literally like two feet away from me, (laughs) from my face on the other side of the bar. Um, And so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to read and trying to not listen while I listen. And uh, they're talking about, you know, what they're going to do in the future. And they're talking about some of their relationships and, and, you know, I, it was a little surprising to me um, how freely that and loudly they're talking about their sexual um, lives throughout college. And they were talking about how that they had helped each other out through different um, situations in their relationships. And it was it was honestly pretty bland as far as conversations go except with the occasional little spicy talk about some kind of sexual thing that I wasn't particularly interested in hearing because they were not shy about talking about details so I tried to zone that out and then towards I don't know about 
15, 20 minutes of me sitting there listening and trying to read. Um, she, the gal, it was a guy on a girl, chimes in with, you know, about asking about his future and what he's going to do. And he's like, I don't know. And he's talking about maybe going and wanting to be in a band or something with somebody somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't know what the details of that. But um, she's like, well, what's keeping you from doing it? And he just sat there and kind of, you know, didn't say much, kind of hoed and hummed about it. And then she said to him, just just like this, this I think you're scared. I, I just think you're scared of doing it. And he, like, everything changed. He, like, started crying and weeping, and he started, like, well, not, cr- yeah, he was actually crying now that I think about it. And you know, tearing up a little bit, and he was like, oh, nobody has ever put their finger on on me and who I am and the way you do, and she's like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm always here for you, and then they just sat there in silence as if they had just heard the most profound things ever from each other for, I don't know, a good, good minute or maybe two just in complete silence, and... I'm sitting across the table in a little bit of shock thinking how sad that that insight into this guy that he was just scared which anybody could have seen (laughs) it's nothing profound about it um, was the most profound thing and brought him to tears in the middle of a restaurant I I mean uh, and so I, I sat there And then from then on, I pretended to read my book and I just was praying like, Lord, is that really all that these young people have to offer one another? Is that all that they have is that they, they just see the obvious and can only talk about the obvious. I don't know. It was kind of like, I'm really kind of grieved over it. I, I think to myself right now as I'm sitting here while driving around, Lord, oh, we have so much more to offer them in the gospel. There's so much more there. It's so much bigger. It's so profound. There's there's entire life and community and and everything that pertains to life and godliness is they're in the gospel and they can live with joy and delight. He doesn't need to be afraid and she doesn't need to um, have what well, she said about daddy issues. But I mean, just looking back at the gospel is the power of God, not only of the salvation, but it frees us up from all of the things that do keep us bound and keep us back. And what do I mean by that? Keep us back. I mean, getting stuck in the mentality of that I am my own singular person. I'm my own world. I am my own identity. When in reality, the gospel gives us a new identity in Christ. The gospel gives us new hope in Christ. The gospel gives us um, new life. And we don't need to be stuck in these um, superficial vain relationships that truly we can experience a rich, full, 
orbed deep life that's not based on feelings and sentimentality and and I I I wanted to just across the table just talk with them there wasn't really a point to do that and perhaps the Lord just had me hear this so that my mind can be informed about the future of uh of maybe ministering to people but I'm I'm thinking boy if this is it we have so much more we can offer that I can go down and start sharing the gospel with um people knowing that that they're not going to have anything as rich and as meaningful in their lives as what the gospel provides so I think my concluding thought is that while we do desire and crave and need relationships in life we we've been created by God for relationships part of the beginning of the very first you know it's not good that man is alone and so God gives relationship if if we listen church if we as a community if we as a people if we are not a a community that is there for all kinds of people then people are going to go to the path of least resistance and they're going to find themselves finding the most profound relationships and the most um benign and vain of peoples and I'm not trying to speak pejoratively of those people that I heard today. They were doing the best they could with what they got. And that's what I'm talking about. That is sad. That's tragic. That they're, they're, There's nothing more profound than that. They're doing the best they can with what they have. Ah, we have so much more. Christ is so good. Jesus is so good. Oh, we, we, we need to freely, 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 regularly bring people to Christ, bring people to the throne of grace, that they may find that mercy and help that they need in the time of need. <clears throat> Anyways, that's my two thoughts, two cents about um, today. I pray that the Lord would richly bless you this Saturday. Um, may you think about community. Look around you in your life, believer. There are people who are desperately needing someone to reach out to them and to give them and provide them a relationship that's deeper than anything else that they currently have around them. Um, as a Christian, you have this. <laughs> Don't be afraid about stepping out and talking to someone because if you point someone to Christ then you've pointed them to everything and there's nothing greater than our relationship with Christ or a life that one can have with Christ as their Lord and their Savior 